are listening to episode number 461 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 27 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 43 anti-ups, uh, 79 Vegas cocktails, and a lot more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. And the MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Karen, so how, if, if at all, is F1 impacting your business? We don't know yet. Okay. I mean, we won't know until, you know, the race weekend gets here. Okay. Um, I mean, it's affecting... But I mean, so far, the construction or any of that hasn't, hasn't negatively impacted? I mean, I would say that it seems like the, the sales are down from last year. Okay. Um, you know, is that because of fewer people coming in or just fewer people that want to go to the restaurants that we have? I don't know. But um, I didn't tell you, I got an offer for a uh, comped stay. At the Mirage, if I only had tickets to F1. Really? Yeah. Oh <laughs> wow. It's like, was that the deal? Like, if you have F1 yep. tickets, if show you have us F1 we'll tickets, we'll give you comp rooms. rooms. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't buying F1 tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no way. No, because that, even that price needs to get recalibrated. Why would they? I mean, what's in it for Mirage? If you're to occupancy. If, <laughs> Yeah, well, I yeah, think so. I think everybody's so afraid of being in and around Vegas mm-hmm. uh, for this particular, that particular weekend, what, November 16th, 17th, 18th, or somewhere yeah. about those dates. Yeah. Hey, by the way, you may not want to talk about this on the podcast, and so super awkward if you didn't, but did you find yourself a date for your Jose Andres? Oh. Uh, I did. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah, good. I did. I did. A friend of mine um, who's, she's a trained chef, and she had never been to any of Jose's restaurant and I have since taken her to both Haleo and Bazaar Meat mm. and so she's a she's a big fan so um, yeah Very we're good. gonna go brave the the strip during yep. F1 weekend yep. and see how it goes but I'm excited cool. alright uh, real quick real quick if I may be a little bit of a cock tease here on the podcast Mark I am <laughs> drinking a cocktail uh, see, see how I did that mm-hmm. cocktail, cocktail. Uh, thanks to our buddy at moose van 2391, uh, on Twitter. That's his uh, handle. This is a drink that you can get. It's a riff. Let me rephrase. It is a ever so slightly riff on a drink that you can get atop the Circa, uh, hotel casino at legacy club. That's what it's called. Uh, I just made the video. Uh, I am literally uploading it and sending it to, I have almost, I have literally one bar down here in my basement. Um, so it's going to take it's a little while slowly. for it to upload, but yeah, do you want exactly. to do you want to share what the name of it is? Well, sure, sure. If the listener, if 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 folks don't want to go out and buy the ingredients, 
uh, and they just want to drink it uh, at the Legacy Club, they would be ordering a cocktail called the Devil's Advocate. Okay. Uh, because because we're not going to steal uh, the because uh, we don't want to risk getting sued. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We we made we took a little slight riff on the cocktail, and we're going to call that the three sixty. Satan's lawyer uh, cocktail. <laughs> all right, so it's not the devil's advocate; it's uh, Satan's attorney, something like that. So, uh, it's but it's going to be very, very close in That's nature. A we do a shit name. I know, right? Right. I love it. And and we will all of them will have some little. They'll all start with three sixty, right? So everybody knows exactly where they got their cocktail mm-hmm. uh, recipe from. But if you are a, a Patreon subscriber, uh, I do believe Mark said he's going to upload this for next week. So prepare yep, for this sometime around the Wednesday through the Friday. Yeah, since we're we're all going to be off next week, no podcast recording. That'll be what what y'all get instead. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should probably start the show because we've got a lot of great information this week. But well, that's awesome. Like most of the weeks, we have right. shit information. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I appreciated that. I uh, guess I guess what I was about to say was we've got a lot of listener feedback and good information, but I kind of edited that first part in my head (laughs) so he's mark she's karen i'm tony and as always we start with random vegas the music video for u2's i still haven't found what i'm looking for filmed in downtown las vegas in 1987 was done in one take shot in less than three hours with a skeleton crew and an unsuspecting cast of extras all the stuff in the video really happened the music video is credited with introducing or in some cases reintroducing Fremont Street to the masses and creating a demand for the area that it hadn't had in a long time. This would go on to spark the need to renovate the area with an attraction that would draw people to it. Today, we know it as the Fremont Street Experience. Got that from the RJ. Oh, really? You got something useful from the RJ? Well, they didn't put it all together. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> they uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, like, a, like a sentence of that is from them. And then I'm like, oh, and then what about this? And then what about... That's random Vegas all the time is me just going into rabbit holes. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that when I'm writing um, vintage scripts, uh, I'll realize, or even uh, POV scripts, that uh, as I'm going through the third or fifth edit, you know, I'll... Um, I'll take a look at it and I'm like, this this nugget doesn't fit with the narrative here. I can't I can't <laughs> use this, but it's too good. So I'll just grab it and those get, those become random Vegas's. Uh, there you go. Next up is the twit pick of the week. The rebranding of a property must be an inexpensive process. <laughs> Consider how quickly Caesars Entertainment rebranded Imperial Palace into the quad, shared by at Melts Vegas, only to rebrand the property less than two years later into the link. <laughs> Naming aside. We've been a fan of the property's transformation from what was considered by most to be one of the worst properties on the Strip when it was Imperial Palace into what we have today. I can't emphasize enough that Karen wouldn't step foot in the Imperial Palace, (laughs) and since the transformation, we've not only spent a considerable amount of time at the property, but we've spent the night at, at it more than once. The link is proof of concept that you can make a discount version of Cosmopolitan. Wow, that is, uh, you had me right until the very end. No. <laughs> no. And who'd have thought I would actually be the one to stand up for the Cosmopolitan? <laughs> I, I I wasn't even going to acknowledge that with a, a comment because I oh, don't, oh, I don't oh, think why, it's, it's that offensive. It, wow. It is. It is. I mean, number one, just look at the, the restaurant selection. You can't even, yeah. I mean. I said a discount version. You got to cut corners when you're doing discounts. <laughs> That's right. I mean, they cut a yeah, lot of corners. The bars, and, uh, <laughs> hotel, and yeah. Oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, 
when they um, they know, also have the uh, the the drinks coming out of the gun instead of you know with that measly little pour that you get there, which is just ridiculous and stupid. So. But I do like it. I, I do like the renovation from what it was with the you know Imperial Palace to now, and it is. I remember us talking about it flipping from the quad to the link, and you're just like, what? right? What what happened? How did you not think that? I mean, you thought the quad was a good idea, and then very quickly you changed your mind. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, seriously, I would love to know how much it costs to rebrand. Well, I mean, I guess to some degree, you're right. What does it actually cost to rebrand? Probably the cost of the sign going from QUAD to LINQ, right? They were able to save the Q, maybe. No, yeah, <laughs> right. the, Q, the Q, right? Um, but so outside of the, the actual, like, physical aspect, buying maybe new, perhaps new pens and or uh, uh, cocktail napkins at the bar, realistically, probably zero because there wasn't enough time for the name The Quad to sink into people's Mm. psyche Mm. to then have to be like, oh, wait, The Quad is now The Link. Mm. I think for a super majority of folks, it probably went from Imperial Palace to The Link. And I bet a super majority of folks probably did not even know that no. there was the quad in between. No, only those that love her so dearly. That's right. Well, That's and, right. And to me, the funny thing about the name the quad is it, mm-hmm. it always seemed to me like it was going to attract the frat boys, mm-hmm. college frat boys, sure. because, you know, pretty much every university somewhere has a quad, right, yep. where the students go and hang out on. And so that's what the name kind of brought up for me. And I just wonder if they were like, yeah, we don't want to necessarily attract that crowd, so let's go with something else. But... I'm just speculating. No, Who knows? No, no, you make a good point. Once the Imperial Palace got cleaned up to become the quad slash the link, you know, there's there's Casino Royale, I suppose. But that was really it. Maybe now in 2023, we might consider outside, again, outside of, say, um, uh, Casino Royale, what? The Excalibur to be the Imperial Palace of the of the strip? No, day? no. Circus Circus took that hardcore. But okay, counterpoint, Mister. I don't consider anything north of win win <laughs> to be the strip. Yeah, there you go. damn, that felt good. He, he told you. Uh, I I would argue probably flamingo. Then that's got to be the lowest oh. in their tier. Oh, certainly within their tier. Yeah. Absolutely within their tier. But I mean, just on the strip, if you want, if you want, I, I would call it. A, I would call it a walk. close tie between Excalibur and uh, Flamingo. Oh, I'm offended on behalf of Flamingo. So now you've <laughs> offended me, yeah. and you offended Karen. So I think we should best move on. Well um, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me, and it's available on your Android and iPhones. What makes Vegas Near Me so special? Find restaurants by cuisine and styles, features and specialties, instant view menus, and make reservations with over 11,000 in-app menu and reservation links. See a list or a map view of every location at any chain restaurant or business. Sort by distance, name, or for shows and events, also by date. Easily favored any individual business, activity, or event, restaurant, chain, i.e. Starbucks, In-N-Out Burger, or Walmart, or category, i.e. Italian food, public golf courses, or comedy shows. 
Find all current and scheduled Vegas shows and events by type, genre, artist name, book tickets, and see seat maps. Check the current weather, the forecast for the week, or historical weather with sunrise and sunset times for whenever you plan to visit. Share Vegas near me with a QR code or to friends and family via messages, email, airdrop, and more. Vegas Near Me is now available as a free app in both the Apple Apps and Google Play stores. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. What's going on with a valid form of ID? A woman without a valid ID won a jackpot this week in Vegas in a Vegas casino. If you don't know what's coming next, you're most likely an upstanding citizen and or have never won $1,200 in a casino before. That's because a valid ID is federally required to claim the winnings in excess of $1,200 from a gaming machine or $10,000 at a table game. When the woman in question was informed that she did not have a valid ID and one one was required to claim the jackpot, she took to making an ass of herself in public, screaming, quote, get me my money that I won. (laughs) Someone shared that on TikTok and misinformation began to spread. The truth is, a valid ID is required, but a casino can hold those winnings for you until you get a valid ID. Typically, it is a 90-day threshold, but they can do it as long as they want. There are several reasons why a jackpot payout can be rejected, and they are... 1. You're underage. 2. You have unpaid state fines or court judgments against you. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. 3. You've enrolled yourself in the self-exclusion list, meaning you told the casino that you shouldn't be allowed to gamble for whatever reason. But yet you were I love in, that. You were in no, there no, no. gambling. Absolutely, Karen. You put yourself on the self-excluded Just list, fall. and then you hit a jackpot. Yeah. You absolutely deserve to watch that money walk away. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't claim someone else's winnings, a la the end of uh, the film Vegas Vacation, or if the machine malfunctions. That would be the most frustrating for me. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah. If you had a jackpot and then all of a sudden the screen went blank or something. Because it, it says on all the machines, right? It says Yeah, like oh, it warns you. Voids all pay. Voids all. And yeah, that would be like, talk about seeing red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Interesting. Yeah. You going to read that last little bullet point there? Oh, <laughs> just know before you act a uh, fool in public, that there are many legal reasons that support every one of those reasons, so arguing about it won't change the outcome. <laughs> Don't that's, think you know better than the casino. They've been doing right. this for a while. Right. Um, so there is a 360 legal lounge on you can't claim someone else's winning a la the Correct. Of a, uh, film in Vegas vacation. Another teaser. So, uh, Mark, I got to ask you. In our opening, we talk about the number of um, anti-ups and vintage Vegases. Um, how many 360 legal lounges will have to be produced before that gets added into um, our Patreon.com team? list there? It, 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 what are you talking about? Oh, you just want it to be referred to? Yeah. 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 Oh, for yeah. sake. I think you got like seven of them. <laughs> oh, for seven Eleven, something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, next up is the sphere. Oh, my goodness, the sphere is made. I can't, Nary, can I turn on a damned episode of the Today Show without them somehow masturbating all over a picture of the sphere? But I, I can, as, having been there, I kind of understand why. What's going on with the sphere impact? The sphere not only made Time Magazine's list of the best inventions of 2023, it made the cover. In related news, the sphere is now the jersey sponsor for the New York Knicks. It's also important to highlight that the people who own the Sphere also own the New York Knicks. 
In other related news, Lady Gaga joined U2 on stage for their performance at the Sphere this week. The singer joined the band for three songs and was welcomed with thunderous applause. Outstanding. Yeah, I, 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 I am a big fan of this venue. We haven't talked about it as an FHE because we're working on a very comprehensive review for you, uh, especially since there are two very distinct uh, experiences available. Well, and isn't um, our, our dear friend J-Dubs is going to see you two there? Oh, he already did. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh. I think he did, and I think he may have been at the, one of the nights where, or this night where Lady Gaga was there because he tweeted about the songs that she sang with them. No, he wasn't. That was in the news no. article. No. Oh, okay. Well, damn it, J-Dubs, quit tweeting out bullshit I can find in a news article. <laughs> <laughs> this can't possibly be for real, and if it is... Guess where you're going to find me next June? No way. You're a Golden Tee player? The actual, like, yes. arcade game Golden Tee? Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> Holy shit. I've got, I've got a Golden Tee machine literally around the corner here. If I could, if I didn't have 8,000 cords plugged into this You have laptop, one in I your just, house? I do. I no do. Way. I'm a giant Golden Tee fan. I can, I can attribute approximately... $14,000 of my student loans to the bar that owned the Golden Tee Machine <laughs> in which I played for five years. Wow. Yes, that's right. I said five years. That is awesome, years. man. That's a funny story All someday. Right. But anyway. What's going on with the Golden Tee Championships, Mark? The Nevada Gaming Control Board approved sports betting wagers to be placed on who will win the Golden Tee World Championships being held at the Orleans Hotel and Casino June 8th through the 10th of 2024. Those interested in competing can snag the final spot in the tournament on the first day of competition. First place takes home $1,000. Last place takes home 450 There is no entry fee. Wow. How many How many people, did I say how many people are in? I can't remember. I want to say it was 80. Huh. It's just not a big spread between first place at 1000 and last place at right. 450 Yeah. 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 What, what do they go in like, in like, t- uh, $10 increments up and down <laughs> from there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, no, I, I, I messed up. It's $100,000. Or no, no, What is it? First place championship, 200000 Wow. It's okay, a lot of that's, money. That's a big difference. I'll be, I'll be I, I must have, I forgot a zero in there, so. And, and the wrong number. Yeah. You know I mean, the two versus a one. Okay, that makes then, more sense. In a completely unrelated note, Vegas Vacation 14 will be held June 8th through the 10th, 2024, 100% of the Orleans. <laughs> you all are just going to stand around watching me play Golden Tee. That's amazing. God, I love that game. Oh, I love that game so much. I don't know if I've ever played that game sober is part of the problem. Well, that's, I, yeah, that's how, that's how it works. There's a whole they ep- put it in all the bars. There's a whole episode of Entourage where uh, one of the guys... Is, uh, is really good at this boxing game, I think it is, but uh, the problem is he's always stoned when he's playing. And they and they pull a prank on him, and they tell him that he has to pass a piss test to be able to go into the competition. <laughs> so he's trying to uh, dry up uh, before before the competition, and he's sucking at the game. <laughs> right, exactly. Because when you have a when you have a, an intoxicate an intoxicant in you, you think every joke is that much for me. <laughs> Can't believe I haven't been punched in the face. Uh, what is up with the A-R-T-E Art Museum? Yeah, the Art Museum. Located at the corner of Harmon and Las Vegas Boulevard in between Cosmopolitan and the Crystal Shopping Mall, formerly known as the Harmon Site, will open this November. The exhibit will feature larger-than-life digital art of natural elements like waterfalls, beaches, the northern lights, and more complete with components to, sti- to stimulate all the senses. 
Once they go on sale, tickets will be $28. This is a concept that was introduced in South Korea in 2020. The company plans to open 20 venues by 2026. So it's a movie theater. Because uh, they call it digital art, but isn't it going to be images, like you said, of nature and water? Well, yeah, but you, got, you, you walk around. You walk into the exhibit where you're watching waves crash at you. But right, they... but it's, it's not really art. You're watching a film of this stuff. <laughs> That's art? Film is art? Okay. I think it's... <laughs> a film is nothing more than, than photography, just thousands of pictures right no 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 that's that's what i mean well i guess they do photography art exhibit so i get that but to me this just seems we like do it's a toy pick of the week it's the same thing i i don't think it's the same thing no you're wrong sorry twit pick of the week <laughs> is free i don't know that i have to pay 25 or 28 dollars to go i'll you know, give you watch the a film. well i'm going it looks awesome <laughs> oh all right something karen would pay for street performance art which is typically free. <laughs> In news that allows us to, to dislike unions again, this week a staged protest of the culinary union was carried out that blocked traffic on Las Vegas Boulevard. This after it was reported that the union has unofficially reached an agreement with the properties getting record-breaking wage increases. To complement the waste of time, 75 people were pretend arrested. They were identified to police as people wearing yellow ribbons. Those play arrested were processed on site, ticketed, and released. That's what makes this so stupid to me. I it's, mean, they, it's they did peacocking. It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, they they did a protest what week before last, but it was in the properties. So the culinary union folks, you know, went on strike for like two two hour blocks of time, mm-hmm. but it was in the property. Now this time, again, as they've reportedly reached a deal, basically getting what they wanted. But hey, we still want to make sure we get enough media presence, so we're going to stage this protest. And oh yes, you know, we know they they were negotiating with the police about how many people were going to be quote unquote yeah, arrested. That's stupid. And how many of these tickets do you think are just going to be wiped out? Yeah. I mean, I don't even think they're going to have to pay them. The whole it, the whole thing was just. Yeah, it's a waste of time, money, uh, the, and the annoyed whole, the crap out of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you imagine? The closest I've ever been in to, in a fight in Vegas was because of a protester getting in my face. Yeah. When they were when they were picketing outside of Cosmo, yeah, I would not pay for this. I don't know why you'd think I would, <laughs> <laughs> because that's what you consider real art, Karen. It's not a video. It's human. It's human art. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and finally, tell me about the Fertitta Strip Resort, please. The RJ is reporting that a year after getting initial approval to construct a 43-story casino resort on the 6.2-acre site on the southwest corner of Harmon and Las Vegas Boulevard formerly home to the Harley-Davidson Cafe, currently home to the shuttered Tex-Mex Tequila Bar and Grill, ownership recently filed multiple permits with some of the details of the project. Those details include a base podium that can be used to start construction of the resort, a parking garage, and pickleball courts. That just cracks me up of all the things like, all right, we got to start from the ground up. How are we going to do this? Okay, we got to get the pickleball courts in there. Well, and the thing is, it's such a small piece of property. The fact that they're taking up room... for pickleball courts? <laughs> wow. The entire project is projected to take two years to complete. Owner Tillman Fertitta is also owner of the Golden Nugget, the Houston Rockets NBA franchise, and multiple food concepts including Bubba Gump Shrimp, Rainforest Cafe, and almost every dining option available in the Golden Nugget. Which is ironic because two of those concepts are going to be right across the street from where he's building because they're in the Mecca Walgreens. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Not yeah. for long. That's that's why he wanted to get a headquarters on uh, on the strip. So he's he's right by his. his well, to or to Tony's point, maybe his leases are coming up, and he's going to bail out of those spaces and put them right in his restaurant huh. or in his uh, mm-hmm. thing. Although he won't have the foot traffic. No. That you know you have going through the Mecca Walgreens because it you know funnels everybody right through there. So yeah, and. Yeah, but conversely, though, if you're going into his casino, right, like, oh, it's the new thing. You're you're walking in, you're checking out, you go, oh, hey, maybe I'll go eat at this, you know, fill in the blank restaurant since I'm here. Well, and I won't because they're all chains. There's too many, too many good, you know, original places to eat in Vegas to go to one of the national chains. What what if you don't get to experience that chain at home? It, you know what, Mark? Your point's not lost <laughs> on me. I, ha- I see zero value in, for example, In-N-Out Burger. Mm. I just, I don't, I have no shits to give about it. I've tried it one time, uh, and that was, frankly, because I was so tired of hearing about the big, <laughs> right. it's, 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 it's In-N-Out Burger. I literally, I remember my wife and I eating it, and we're like, this tastes just like any burger yep. I could get from any other drive I was going to say, you're, you're one visit up on me, because I've still mm. never been. Yeah. yeah, you're not missing out. All right, that's going to do it for the news. Let's roll into Prop Bets. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Stripwalking.com is the ultimate interactive walking video experience. Their POV videos enable users to experience virtual tours of places in a unique way. For example, if you're at Bellagio's Conservatory and need directions to Secret Pizza at Cosmopolitan, you can set them as start and end locations and see the actual path that you need to take to get there, complete with the number of feet you are away and how long the trip will take to walk. Stripwalking.com is the tool to not only navigate around Las Vegas, but better plan your trips. They have hundreds of Vegas locations to choose from and are adding more all the time. The service is free and available to all at stripwalking.com. First up, two women are accused of stealing over $400,000 via Apple Cash from minority owner of the Golden Knights, Gavin Maloof. One of the accused is a former girlfriend of Maloof's. Oh, somebody's pissed off. (laughs) so messed up. (laughs) How do you steal Apple Cash? Uh, He let her use his phone. Oh, and she transferred it out? Yeah. Oh, dummy. Wow. I mean, wow. that's like the, the guy that, uh, you know, gave his quote-unquote sugar baby the, the, yes, the combo right, the to his safe. Right. Yeah. Yes. Good callback from last week. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza Rock had emergency vehicles called to their downtown location after an exhaust hood seized up, sending smoke into the kitchen. No one was hurt, and the restaurant resumed operation a few minutes after the vent was addressed. Can you help me understand what that means? I don't understand how smoke seizes up. Smoke is... No, smoke doesn't seize up. It's the the hood vent. So they've got fans that that pull... um, Because if you're, you know, cooking stuff at high temperatures, it generates smoke. So they Uh have these ultra-high-powered hoods that... You know, basically act like a reverse fan and suck all that up out the out the ceiling. Right. Well, one of the fans seized up. Okay, which meant it, it wasn't pulling the smoke out, and the, and the kitchen started filling up. All right, it. that makes more sense. That makes more sense. But I did like the um, the one picture of the the fireman on the roof, and oh, what shit! What does that sign say? Smoking one, good or something like that. Yeah, one of the the neon um, lights on the top of Pizza Rock has an arrow pointing down 
it says, yeah, smoking good or smoke it, which was just ironic yeah. with the yeah. firemen there and the smoke issues and That's everything funny. else. But yeah, I know there were a few people that were panicking going, no, not Pizza Rock. It's okay. yeah, <laughs> fine. fine. Sin City Alerts reported that casino security were called to a disturbance, a male playing video poker with a baby stroller next to him. <laughs> Inside the stroller was a small snake. Oh. When confronted, the subject said the snake was a service animal and it brings him good luck. Uh, well, how lucky are you that your service animal also brings you luck? Right? I know. I just, if you're not following Sin City Alerts, so you should. You are missing out. It's just hilarious, out. the stuff. And it's all the, you know, security was called for this reason. And yeah, yeah well, there was one. Um, about a, a man sunbathing naked right. at one of the pools yep. not too long ago, and, and he wouldn't. Basically, they, they told him he needed to cover up, and he refused. So it, it's just, there's just funny stuff. I would say just and hold on, you're bearing the lead. And not only did he not would he not cover up when they asked him to, he tried to tip the security guards as a thank you for that's, at least bringing it to his attention that he should be covering off. That's right, he did. I forgot about that. It was yeah. awesome. It was like, I, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But here, here's a couple bucks. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. But here you go. Go, go on about your business. I am weirdly, and I mean weirdly, attracted to this next one. As in, like, <laughs> I there's a one in a gajillion chance I might actually go through with this. Uh, I might buy tickets to see Lionel Richie, who is adding 17 shows to his residency at Win Encore. Dates are for shows in June through November of 2024. That's not bad. I'm just a big fan. I like I, yeah. I like his I like the Commodore's music. I liked his his music uh, when he went uh, solo. I just I don't know. He's he's someone that I feel like if he were to die tomorrow, I'd go. Damn it! I wish I would have seen him before before much like say tony bennett which i said on this show five years ago and how that worked out for me <laughs> <laughs> mccarran international airport or what some people are now calling harry reed ranked third in passenger satisfaction by jd powers 2023 north american airport satisfaction survey while air travel demands are at record levels many extending beyond existing infrastructure uh, do we know, by the way, and I do, so I'm asking, like any good lawyer, I only ask the questions that I know the answer to. <laughs> do we know? So indeed, indeed, the Las Vegas airport did rank third. Do we know offhand kids who came in first place in that J.D. Powers 2023? I, I don't, but I feel you know. I, I'm guessing it's Detroit based on. <laughs> it is Detroit Metro. Wow. Indeed it is. Kids. I will say that I, flying in through there, that's a really easy airport to get around in. And they've got some great food options. I think it must be newer, at least the terminal that Delta flies out of. Um, so, it, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. That's actually a, Detroit's a great airport. Uh, and, and the people the people that are filling out this survey though must not be flying out of Terminal C because that's at, that's where at, at, at McCarran or yeah. at, uh, at Detroit Metro. No, 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 no. At McCarran. Oh. For it to okay. rank third, because that's where, gotcha. um, you know, the Southwest Terminal is, and it has not been updated in forever and looks like a bunker and, yes, you know, versus the, the terminal, um, well, it's a completely different terminal that Delta flies out of. Yes. And that one's newer and really nice, so... But ditto that that what you're just saying right now, Karen, holds 100% true as well for Detroit. If you fly out of Delta, you are getting a clean, yeah. new, bright, fresh terminal to fly out of. If you're flying out of, say, Southwest, 
or any of the other discount airlines Allegiant, you are flying out of an old ass bunker uh, in a different well, a different part of the and and property. you would think that the the airlines that are flying out of the new, newer terminals are paying more, which is probably why Southwest and a lot of the discount ones are flying out of the. That could older. be. That's a fair. I, I never consider that. But you're right. That is that very well could be. Also, though, I think this is technically Delta's um, terminal. Yeah, it's a and hub. so I. Yep, exactly. So I think they they also just control who doesn't let's be specific does not fly out of their terminal <laughs> all right all right um oh sorry that's that's mark yeah peppermill is offering a reverse happy hour on friday and saturday from midnight to 3 a.m with deals on well drinks select beers house wines and appetizers it's a good that's a good you know uh, so that, I just, that I is typically something. if not the morning that is typically when you go to a peppermill's late at night Absolutely. I am uh, looking it up on YouTube. So I watched a video, uh, a documentary on YouTube this week. And I don't know that I'm going to be able to follow it. Well, all right. So, uh, Mark, I'm just going to screenshot it and, and, and text it to you and Karen. Apparently they're doing, they being um, the city of Las Vegas uh, CBS affiliate is doing some sort of Vegas through the decades. Mm-hmm. And as I look at it, uh, what I watched was uh, Las Vegas during the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Now, what I am um, what I am sending you right now is a screenshot is simply um, from the early years. But it looks so it looks like they're doing the 20s and they're up to the 50s. So they're about an hour and 12 minutes. You can find it. It's a part of um, KCLV2 on YouTube. It's free to watch. But they've got the city of Las Vegas throughout the decades. And so each episode is its own decade. And I just caught the 1950s, just absolutely fascinating uh, history uh, of Las Vegas throughout the years. And they, and they, they don't hold anything back. They talk about racism. Uh, They talk about uh, um, the, the strip versus say downtown. They talk about Benny Binion coming in. They talk about uh, um, anyway, it's, it's, it is absolutely fascinating. I've only watched one. I did not realize it went back that far, but apparently they are going through at least the twenties that I can tell they're up to the fifties right now. It is absolutely That's fascinating cool. but i share that with you i share that with you i swear i've got a point now i remember it they <laughs> talked about the moulin rouge in the 1950s because that's when it opened uh 1955 56 somewhere around there 55 and apparently the moulin rouge did three shows a night whereas the strip only would do two shows a night so the moulin rouge did say the nine o'clock and the midnight shows much like the strip did but then they also had a 2 30 a.m show lord i know right and and they talk about how one of the one of the in, f- folks that they interview was a uh, showgirl during one of these particular shows at the Moulin Rouge, and she talked about she said we treated it like a job. We would do our shows at say 9 p.m. and midnight and 2 a.m. and we would practice in between the nine and the midnight. And then we'd practice again between the midnight and the 2 a.m. She said, so we were getting all of the overflow traffic from the strip to come uh-huh. in and see our shows at 2.30 a.m. And and this tells me that the Peppermill sees a, a this, and I got to imagine that to some degree, probably the dealers mm-hmm. and, and the pit crew and the uh, housekeepers, I don't know, I'm making that part up, all get done at a certain time and they want the opportunity to go out and enjoy some after hours experiences like we do when we get done with our jobs at 5 p.m. It was just, it's fascinating. I'm, I'm elated that Pepper Mill's doing something like this. This seems very old school Vegas with this sort of. Yeah, um, definitely. Happy 
Meltz Vegas is reporting that Blake Shelton's Old Red, the multiple-story building that has been under construction for an absorbent amount of time, will open in January 24. The website Old Red, spelled O-L-E-R-E-D, OldRed.com, also gives an idea of what the building will look like when its construction is finally complete. Yeah, I call bullshit. There's no way that thing's going to be done in, in three months. <laughs> it's, it's, there's no way. Given the state that it's in, absolutely not. I don't know. Maybe maybe all the infrastructures were took so long, and now they're... You still got to get all the finishes and everything else on it. I, I, will, I would bet on the over on this. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Concerned that many of its employees will simply call off work instead of dealing with the transportation bottlenecks created by the F1 race, Las Vegas locally is reporting that Caesars Entertainment is giving away over $100,000 in, $100, in prizes to hourly employees who work during that weekend. Prizes will be awarded hourly, and one employee will win a new BMW. That cracks me up. <laughs> I love that Caesars is like... Okay, we get you're mad, and, and we get that you said this was going to be a problem, and we were like, no, no, it's not going to be a problem, and now it is a huge, giant problem. Is $100,000 cool? You guys cool with that? Yeah. <laughs> Can we fix this? So in, instead of, the, the kind of the weird thing about this is instead of offering them, you know, time and a half for an extra, <laughs> well, that too, but no, an extra, you know, couple bucks an hour to work that weekend because it's going to be so congested and crazy they're doing this oh hey you might win a prize i've never understood why they don't just give why not just casinos uh, employers in general why when they're like oh here's your christmas gift like why don't you just give me more money why why didn't you just give me what that would have because cost? Oh, here we go. because um if you like let's say that okay they work al- hourly and you give them an extra dollar an hour that increases your known base versus a one-time cash payout yeah it costs the companies less I mean, I, one of the places that I used to work, they had, um, you know, different job bands, right? And every job band had a salary range. Well, if you were in that job band for a long time and you got to the top of that salary range, you didn't get a merit increase anymore. They gave you cash. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, and you think about it, especially if it's a salary, I mean, you know, there's a lot of other things that are based on that, taxes and um, well, I mean, you know, if it's that complex, and, just make it a bonus. Who cares? Well, that's, that's what they did. In this, no. There, well, well, yeah, your company, but not not in this situation or other companies in the past that have not done that. I, I think, Mark, at least in this specific instance, they're giving away over $100,000 in prizes. They're not, so not only are they not just giving a one lump sum of, say, $100,000 to folks, but even, but be that as it may, even if they were, how many employees does Caesars have? Yeah. To, to break up $100,000 over yeah. however many employees they have right. would wind up to be pennies, yeah, right? Yeah. So at least in this regard, I show up to work. Yeah, maybe I win, a, and I'm making this up because I don't know what the actual prizes are, but yeah, maybe I win a $150 you know, uh, gift certificate to the buffet. I'm right. making that up. Um, or, and or, I might win a new BMW. You know, that's re- that's a real gift to someone, to one person in particular, versus again splitting up hundred thousand dollars. It's it's a gambling town, so you know people always want to take their chances yeah. on right, they'll be right. the one to win. Absolutely. And my guess is must be present to win, i.e., must have worked your scheduled. Well, ships. yeah, and that's why they're awarding it every right? hour. And make sure you're still there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So ingenious. Yeah. 
A court ordered rapper Blueface to pay shuttered Vegas strip club Euphoric $13 million for a shooting incident that happened on property in 2022. That shooting left one wounded cause... Uh, causing the... Oh, yeah, causing the gentleman's club to lose its license. Wow. Yeah, I, I would say he owes so Yeah, them. I mean, if, it, if the, the club lost its license and had yeah. to close, like, dude. And I, oh, I just I wondered how... Yeah, that was poor how wording much they on my could, part. Like, was he doing the shooting, or what? why is he responsible what for the yeah. shooting that happened? Yeah. Tony, put that one on your legal lounge list. What, shooting oh, in a oh, strip I, club? I, I <laughs> Let's break this down. I know. It's illegal, and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> no pew-pews in the New Year. <laughs> but I, I, without doing a legal lounge, uh, Kieran, I can tell you this much. My guess is, if you're wondering where that $13 million number came from, my guess would be somehow, some way, Euphoric was able to uh, quantify the damage that was that resulted in the loss of their liquor license, which thus shut the property down. Mm-hmm. So they were, they probably said, you know, and I'm making these numbers up, but let's just say we used to pull in uh, $1.3 million a year. And assuming that we would have been around for 10 additional years, that results in a $13 million loss to us. Right. So they had, they had to find some way to quantify right. what the damages were to losing their um their licenses and my guess is somehow you know or maybe it was i I said 1.3 million per year over 10 years maybe it was 2.6 million a year times five years right like they they would have to have shown the court something that said here's what we were bringing in here's likely what we would have continued bringing in but for us losing our license and this blue face fellow was the direct and proximate cause of us losing the license, ergo losing our 13 million. So there you go. That's uh, the more you know. (laughs) This week, the plans to build a stadium for a relocated Oakland A's baseball team were revealed. Construction is scheduled to begin in April of 2025. So not anytime soon, apparently. Um, And it should be ideally or in theory completed in January of 2028, so we're looking at almost three full calendar years to uh, to build the stadium. They should talk to Kevin Costner. His Field of Dreams was built way faster. Way faster. <laughs> of course, this all depends. this all depends on if the team is approved by the MLB to relocate to the city. What aggravates? I, I thought those dates were really far out. They are really far out. But what what aggravates me the most about this is. I think they're talking about the plans. They haven't actually presented plans because everything, every article that I saw about this still had that old rendering that showed the stadium right yeah, up on the corner, the stadium which they, it's not going to be. Yeah. So they're, they're reusing this old rendering that's a load of crap. I just, I think they're, I think the talk about the A's relocating has died down. And so they wanted to put something out there to, you know, get the conversation started again and say, oh, look at us, we're doing something, which mm. I think this whole thing is bullshit. Hmm. But again, you know, it's one of my favorite t- things to bitch about. So. Right. <laughs> Until this story. Okay. Until this story. Just do it. Okay. <laughs> Particle Inc. House of Shattered Prisms is a 360-degree attraction planned to open at Luxor March 14, 2024. The attraction is said to be like a graphic novel come to life. At night, the space turns into a live performance venue with a Cirque vibe to it called Wanderlust. Tickets to Particle Inc. start at $25. I just didn't think that sounded appealing to you in any way. No, it doesn't. Not at all. 
The opening ceremony of F1 will feature several big-name acts like Steve Aoki, Journey, Keith Urban, Well I Am, and more. It's unclear where these performers will actually be performing. They talked this week about the, uh, the paddock building being done as well as um, uh, uh, Bellagio Winter Circle uh, area uh, is done. So it could be in either of those, I would guess. My guess is probably the paddock area because they've got all the uh, suites and stuff there. Oh, yes, of course. That makes sense. It's a very diverse group of um yeah, musicians that they're bringing. <laughs> right. I mean, very diverse. They're, they're, they're they target, their, their, their target audience is rich people. <laughs> they don't really care well, where so they, they come you know, from. You've got a, a DJ. You have yep. a, an 80s band. Yep. Um, you have a country, country. singer. Yep. And you have a rapper. And, yeah. I mean, like, it's almost like they don't know who's going to show I up. Agree. I agree. I completely agree with you. So, like, Just in case, let's make of, everyone happy. One of these four is someone you will be, be bopping along to. We've got we something promise. for everybody. Look. Right. Look how oh, inclusive awesome. we are as a sport. Right. I, <laughs> look how inclusive we are. We're European car racers. And, <laughs> and we're going to charge you thousands of dollars to, to watch a practice run. Oh, yeah. my God. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Vegas Advantage is reporting that downtown Grand's $5 craps game is now three, four, and five time uh, max odds. Uh, it was previously 10 times max odds. So for details on the various crap games that you can find in Las Vegas, check out the link to the Vegas Advantage article on the blog or in the podcast show notes. Yeah, it's, it's really extensive. I, I, was, I was impressed that somebody had done this. You know, I, um, so I enjoy craps, but I enjoy craps more as a group. It's social. a social. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Um, I get that the, the the higher the odds and the more you're willing to, you know, post those higher odds, the lower you can reduce the um, the house edge. Mm-hmm. But I it I I get a little butt puckery at the thought of putting a five dollar <laughs> pass line in a fifty dollars max odds yeah. bet behind yeah. it. Yeah. Even even if it does reduce the odds, uh, it's still seven is still going to come up more prevalently regardless yeah. of what your point yeah. number is and so it just it makes me i get it i get it you got tony you got, you got to play the long term but woof the thought of losing 55 dollars because how many times do we have we experienced even just ourselves as as the shooter you roll your number and then you seven out and i just i just can't do it so for me the fact that they've gone from 10 down to three four five times matters not a word. It, this will not yeah. impact me. I am not there. I am not there 10 times. Time. In quote, far more appropriate naming news, it was announced this week that the project plan f- for Vegas historic West Side is changing its name from Harlem Nights to West Side. The interior design is still expected to be inspired by Harlem during the 20s and 30s. But don't get too excited about this or any other project on the west side as they have been trying to get a signature property built since the Moulin Rouge opened and closed in 1955. And we came full circle. We did. Holy shit. And so <laughs> listeners, listeners, before we hit the record button, I did tell Mark and Karen to be patient with me. I had not read uh, this week's script ahead of time to uh, prep for what my pieces were. So when I tripped over them, I trusted they would probably... Uh, you know, not cut me any slack. And Karen said, oh, no, I promise you I will cut you no slack. Uh, but that is amazing. You wouldn't respect me if I did. That is amazing uh, that, that, that we, we talked about that. Uh, and I will say the same thing. I get maybe them not wanting to name, quote, unquote, Harlem Knights. Uh, I get them wanting to call it West Side. 
look again from this particular um, documentary that I watched this, this past week. Though the the folks, the, the African American folks, lived on the west side yeah. of the city, yep. and they were very, very proud that they had a a, a um, fully integrated casino resort on the west side of town. Right. So I think that you are still paying tribute to the Moulin Rouge, to the African American community that, that made up the west side of Las Vegas back in the 50s by still calling it the west side. I And, and the fact that they look, uh, that they still plan on having an interior inspired by the 20s and 30s Harlem, it sounds so freaking fun. It does I, sound it, cool. It does. I, I hope this happens. I really hope this happens. Yeah. The taxi industry happily announced this week that there will be an additional $15 F1 special event surcharge starting at noon on 11.15 through noon of 11.21 for all trips originating and or terminating around the airport strip corridor. This includes the flat rate rides to and from the airport. I, I mean, everybody else is adding surcharges for F1. I, I, my advice is don't get into a cab or a, 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 an, Uber. Yeah, an Uber during this time. Just walk. Yeah, you are you are stuck. The only, only the cars racing get to get to actually <laughs> drive on the street. The rest of us That's are walking. Great. I don't know if there's any truth to this, but I saw on Twitter that part of uh, allegedly. Uh, and, uh, and here's so let me put it this way: I'm not saying this was. I don't know if this was stated to be snarky or if this was stated to be factual. But somebody made the comment that this is because uh, F1 is a European race. They anticipate a, a, a large number of Europeans coming into town for this F1, uh, and Europe because tipping is not a thing in Europe, or it's not anywhere. Oh, near, oh Scott's going to hate States, that. They don't think that the Europeans will be tipping the drivers, and so they're just tacking on an additional fifteen dollars surcharge to roll into the huh. taxi drivers' uh, income for that particular week that they're going to be 15th to 21st. Now, again, don't know if that was being said snarkily or if there is truth right. to that, but take it for what it's worth. That's it for news and prop bets. Let's uh, check the river. LasVegasPins.com is another one of those brilliant ideas that you'll find yourself surprised wasn't already a thing in the market. Well, it is now. Thanks to LasVegasPins.com, we now have Disney-quality collectible enamel pins featuring iconic Vegas. The ever-expanding collection includes pins of Vegas Vic with a moving arm, Vegas Vicky with a kicking leg, the Tangiers, Fremont, Excalibur, Sands, and of course, the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. These are just some of the options available, starting as low as $8 a piece. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 15 to 20%. New customers can use the promo code 360 to save one time 20%, and returning customers can use 360 Vegas for 15% off. Just go to LasVegasPins.com or go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for LasVegasPins.com. Now, this week here, we've got a very, very fun uh, email from a great friend, longtime friend of the podcast, comes out to uh, Vegas vacation almost uh, religiously. 
his uh, he's on Twitter. He is 50, 50 in Vegas. Now, Karen, do you need a cocktail refresh before we roll into this, or nope. are you ready to rock and roll? I'm good. All right, then I'm going to step away, and I'm going to let you take it away. All right. So 50 in Vegas writes, Anybody who is interested has probably already seen multiple YouTube and social media videos from the inside of the sphere. Redundant or not, here is my FHE. My wife, my brother, and I saw you two at the sphere on October 8th. What you see on the internet does not do this thing justice. No, it doesn't. I still don't know what I saw. Before the show began, the inside looked like a giant dome wall of concrete blocks with an opening at the, at the top with lightning above. Lighting, sorry. A stray bird flew in from the opening near the top of the uh. dome <laughs> as if it wandered in and could not get out. The bird... The hole at the top of the ceiling and the concrete blocks were all illusions. None of it was real. Wow. At the beginning of U2's first song, Cracks, appeared between the concrete blocks right where cracks would appear if the concrete were old and crumbling. Then the concrete... Well, you're not in Kansas anymore. (laughs) At times, the whole front of the room melts away and you think you're outside in the desert, then on the water, then on the strip. The whole experience was incredibly trippy. That's awesome. It is cool. But what makes this sphere the future of all concert venues has nothing to do with the trippy visuals. It's the audio. I don't go to a lot of concerts, but I've yet to go to a concert with over 18,000 people and hear no distortion. Hmm. You could hear every word, every note crisply. When Bono spoke, it sounded like he was 25 feet away. It was loud, but not too loud. Every other large area for Vegas, think the T-Mobile Arena where the Golden Knights play or the MGM arena is obsolete. <laughs> Ooh, that's calling them all out. Yeah. For concerts, I, they could be right. Our seats were pretty high up, so U2 was far away, but they were no farther than any band in an 18,000-person arena is from one of the higher or more distant seats. I had no complaints. Mm. U2 made perfect use of the sphere. For the first few songs, we were blown away by the visuals, but then things settled down so we could focus on the music. The band was featured on a large, high-definition projections. This was way better than a couple of big screens at a normal concert venue. Towards the end of the performance, the crazy visuals began again. I can't speak to parking as we came by foot. I'd recommend that. Yeah. We had dinner in the Venetian, then followed the signs to the hallway into the sphere. The walk from the Venetian and getting into the sphere and to our seats was a breeze. It really is. You'd think it'd be way more complex than it is. It's pretty simple. After the show, we left at street level and walked up Sands Avenue. We went into the wind thinking that we'd have a drink, but the bars there were way too crowded. All told, all toad, told, told, goodness. So you don't want a refill? Uh, yeah. All told, there until there is a sphere in every neighborhood, this thing will drive visitation. Mm-hmm. It should be good for the Venetian and, more generally, the surrounding properties that are walking distance from the sphere, i.e. Win and Encore, TI, and Resorts World. Resorts World is within walking distance? Of the sphere? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hike, but yeah, it's walkable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that was a very detailed assessment of, of that was the awesome. sphere. Yeah. And, and frankly, um, I have every reason to believe it is 100% accurate. And, and the way my mind's eye could, could put together what he's talking about... Now that I've been there, I'm somewhat, you know, tipping my hand there, but just, that's so cool. That's so cool. So 50 continues with their trip report. Vegas was crowded, really crowded. 
crowded downtown, crowded, crowded on the strip, yet it was a, quote, normal weekend in that there was nothing massive like CES or EDC or World Series of Poker going on. But on the day, on the day of the... Oh. Uh, oh, I know. It's, okay, so he's talking about the Packer game. So on the day of the, the Packer Raiders game... I saw a huge number of Green Bay Packer t-shirts, meaning that a lot of fans traveled to Vegas yes, there were. for the game. There were a ton. Oh, there were. My daughter went to a paint concert at Allegiant. Which was huge. Which must have also drawn visitors. It absolutely did. There was a music festival of some sort downtown, and of course, the aforementioned sphere. I think all of the new sports and entertainment venues have pushed up visitation. She dropped a hint that she wants a Vegas residency. Who, Pink? Yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She... She just needs a massive stage production. If you look at a lot of what she's done... Tina Jackson's been in Vegas on a residency. I know, but I mean, she does like aerialist stuff all the time. Yeah. So she'd have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. The stage at uh, Caesars and Resorts were pretty huge. Yeah. You probably pull that off. Uh, we spent two nights downtown and two on the Strip. So downtown. We stayed at the Downtown Grand. Our first room was horrible. It was in the Grand Tower facing the Fremont Street stage between the D and the Four Queens. The noise was unbearable. Plus, the room needed a refresh. But the front desk was very helpful, and we were moved to a new, quieter room in the new gallery tower. (laughs) That room was perfect. I am happy to say that the casino in the downtown Grand is no longer a ghost town. Yes, it's it's awesome to see. It was almost lively. (laughs) They have decided that low limits and player-friendly rules are the way to attract customers. They are correct. There was always a $5 craps table open. There was always a $10 and maybe a $5 3-2 blackjack. There was sometimes $1 6-5 blackjack. That's weird. Uh, yeah. All this plus a cart that sells a hot dog and a beer for $2. Finally, the coffee shop Freedom Beat is pretty good. Did you call that a coffee shop? Why not? I thought I would have called it like a, a diner. Right. I agree. I yeah. agree. That's right. We had a great time. Let's put it this way: for folks that are, that have never eaten there, you can get a full you can get a full menu selection there, and you will uh, you will you'll spend even less if it's possible, even less money on Fremont Street, just because the uh, downtown Grand knows that they are a, a block and a half down Good from man. Fremont Street. It's it's worth. Go- I've eaten there a handful of times. It's it's worth it. We had a great time downtown. My wife and brother and my 24-year-old daughter and her boyfriend all got to Vegas 12 hours earlier than me. <laughs> they went to the Mob Museum and loved it, had lunch at Pizza Rock, and saw the Mike Hammer Magic Show at the Four Queens. The next day, we tried to have breakfast at Hash House Agogo, but the wait was too long. It's always a long mm-hmm. shit line for the place. So we tried the breakfast buffet at Main Street Station. This was a pleasant surprise. It's an unpretentious, middle-of-the-road buffet, but everything was fresh and delicious. The selection was great, and all of us felt like we had a good breakfast. We did not have another meal until dinner. I I have eaten at the Main Street Station buffet many a time. I love everything about it. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little dated. It's it, it feels like something that could have been an, uh, on any given episode of The Golden Girls <laughs> with the brass and the yeah. bright lights and the big uh, green leafy planted flowers and trees that they've got all throughout. But it is, it is. He's he's absolutely right. This is it is unpretentious. It's middle of the road, uh, but you you will eat well and and frankly, if you do it right, you don't need another meal until dinner. So whatever you pay at the buffet, which is going to be cheap as heck, you know, to begin with, uh, that you save all that money then from from not eating lunch and then you can go have a, a great dinner. So well played. 
The highlight of downtown was the afternoon we spent playing Sigma Derby at the D. Mm. So cool. In an expensive city, this is cheap entertainment. $20 can last a long time, and if you are with a group, it can be very social. Mm -hmm. It would be great, a great 360 Vegas vacation activity if you can somehow get it reserved. Uh, that helps. That requires you to work with a property, and we don't do that. That's right. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, what we'll do is we will just take it the fuck over. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll just, just get in there. We'll just the stand behind all the people the that are playing and, like, leer over them. Yeah, I don't think it's going to matter. Have you seen the people that play? Oh, yeah, no. The, the people that play are, are diehard. Yes, they're, they're not they're, going anywhere. No, they're not. <laughs> So then they moved to the Strip. We stayed at Cosmo. My wife does not often accompany me to Vegas, so I wanted to get a room with a balcony overlooking the fountains for her. <laughs> Additionally, it was my daughter's 24th birthday, and she and her boyfriend were in Vegas for the first time as adults. Nice. I booked through Travelzor. The hotel, hotel room cost the same as booking direct, but it came with a $75 breakfast credit each day, Wow. a $100 ho hotel credit, early check-in, late check-out, access to the invited guest check-in line, a real-time saver, and an automatic upgrade when available. Travel Zork was great. That's awesome. That's cool. Very cool. Good. Sadly, the strip is in no condition for visitors. Mm. The Formula One people have torn it apart. They built a grandstand on the sidewalk in front of Bellagio, and the grandstand is actually built out over the water. The view of the fountains from the strip is completely and 100% blocked. The traffic is crazy because of all the construction. We had planned on a beer crawl, but switched to a tiki crawl instead. Ooh. Frankie's tiki room is the same as ever. Golden tiki was way too crowded to be enjoyable. Yeah, you can only fit 10 people in there. Yeah. <laughs> what, golden tiki? No, uh, not golden tiki, Frankie's tiki room. Yeah, but no, he's a golden tiki. Yeah, I, I mixed it up, yeah. Mm. Uh, we followed the tiki bar experience with sushi from Yama Sushi in the same shopping plaza as golden tiki. I could go on about our trip, but this email is too long as it is. <laughs> but a shout out to your friend at Vegas Confessions because the Vegas Near Me app was a great thing to have on my phone. Ooh. It really is. I mean, it, it, I'm still training my brain to, to think about going to that first. Right. Um, versus Yelp or whatever else. But no, it's, it's, it's robust. It's very good. Yeah. As far as gambling, well, I should have made another karma donation <laughs> because I hear that always works. <laughs> and that is from 50 in Vegas. That was awesome. Thank you, sir. Great. That's great. All right, Karen, with your permission, I think I'm going to roll us into the wrap-up if you... Absolutely. Will, that works for out. me. All right, then that's going to do it for episode number four. We do have, we do have one more. Um, Linton, we're not, we're not ignoring you, buddy, but for the sake of time, we will save you because we do not want to shortchange your, uh, your write-up. That's going to do it for episode number 430. Thank you. Sorry, 460. Trying to short us. 461. 30 episodes. 461. You're, tr you're trying to oh, just well, not read at all. Just making up a number. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you know why? You know why? Because I'm working off from last week's script. I did not print off 50 in Vegas's uh, uh, review oh. this week because I had already printed it off last week. So that's exactly right. So that is that is 100% my fault, and I love that, listeners. So, yes, we are up to 461, and we really do appreciate you all uh, for listening and downloading it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360Vegas. And you can get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, much like our buddy 
50 in Vegas did just now, please send an email over to Mark. His email address is 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Bye.